Welcome to a special edition of the Road Access podcast. It's been a few months since we've done one, and since we have, the world is a very different place. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades, and this country is not alone. If too many people become seriously unwell at one time, the NHS will be unable to handle it, meaning more people are likely to die not just from coronavirus, but from other illnesses as well. So it's vital to slow the spread of the disease, because that is the way we reduce the number of people needing hospital treatment at any one time, so we can protect the NHS's ability to cope and save more lives. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Now, the latest daily figures show that 938 people have died in hospitals in the UK. That is the highest figure reported so far in a 24-hour period. But that figure does not include deaths in the community or in care homes. And it brings the total number of deaths in the UK so far to 7,097. Today, I am making available an initial £330 billion of guarantees, equivalent to 15% of our GDP. Downing Street has just confirmed that the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has tested positive for a coronavirus. Still the wait. The Prime Minister is still in intensive care. But Boris Johnson's condition in hospital is improving. I'm speaking to you at what I know is an increasingly challenging time. A time of disruption in the life of our country. A disruption that has brought grief to some, financial difficulties to many, and enormous changes to the daily lives of us all. While we have faced challenges before, this one is different. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. We will meet again. Good afternoon and welcome back to Downing Street for the daily coronavirus briefing. Our plan is to protect life and to protect the NHS, both by slowing the spread of this virus to flatten the curve and by ensuring that the NHS always has more capacity to provide the critical care for those in need. Now, this is a national effort, and every single person in this country can play their part. This Easter will be another test of the nation's resolve. Now, I don't know about you, but the events of the last few weeks has been a bit like living in a film. I found myself glued to a TV screen as Boris Johnson announced that the country was going into into lockdown to protect the vulnerable and stop the spread of COVID-19, the coronavirus. And it's the right decision at the right time because the world doesn't have a vaccine. We don't know how to deal with this issue at the moment. And we need to protect the vulnerable and we need to rally together to stay connected at a time that is very difficult for most people in the country. Human beings generally don't handle the unknowns very well. And we're living through a period in history, watching history being made. There are so many uncertainties, so many unanswered questions which as these events unravel we're going to learn more about and I've read many comments about 
people complaining about the economy and worrying about the future of their jobs. And it's incredibly difficult. And I think the key thing we all have to remember is that during this time, this isn't about you or me. This is about protecting our loved ones that might be vulnerable, shielding them from this virus to make sure that we see them still next year, that they don't leave us. Now, in the early days of this pandemic, people were saying, is this not just like the common flu? I want to get it. I want it over with. The reality is it's very different. It seems that as we learn more about the virus, it's more of a pneumonia. And it, it does seem a bit like a lottery in terms of how it's going to affect you. So I was very confident because I'm of an age group where initially I thought it's not going to affect me. And then I started reading stories about people that are my age that were dying from it and the complications that came after having it. And all of a sudden it dawned on me a few weeks ago. This is no joke. This is something that we have to take seriously. And we will come out of this other side. We're seeing incredible heroism from our NHS services. And the best we can do to help these people, to help our heroes, is just to stay at home, watch TV, try and relax, and try and stay positive and confident that we will prevail through this, that solutions will emerge and life will then return to normal faster if we all play our part and all stay at home. Just in case you haven't seen this or heard it, here's a message from the government. This is a message from the government's chief medical officer about coronavirus. It's important we all protect older people and those with existing health conditions from coronavirus. If you or anyone in your household has a high temperature or a new and continuous cough, even if those symptoms are mild, you should all stay at home. Don't go to the GP or hospital. Instead, go to nhs.uk to check your symptoms and follow the specialist medical advice. Only call NHS 111 if you can't get online or your symptoms worsen. Protect yourself. Protect others. Protect the NHS. There's a quote I read, and I I can't remember who said this quote, but for me it resonated, and I thought it was a very good message to perhaps send out during this time. And it's this. No matter how thin you slice a slice of bread, it always has two sides. And the point of the quote is that there are positives and negatives to every situation. And despite a number of the negatives, one of the positives that's come out of this, with the grounding of planes and the reduction of transport and travel as we all work from home and stay at home, is pollution levels have dropped just unrecognisably around the world. And if you look at the sky, the stars are brighter. There's less haze in the sky. The sky is blue it's bright we're seeing sunshine at the moment during this easter period and for me i mean we've had this big climate crisis in the world recently it's been a really hot topic despite everything that's going on this is giving time to mother nature to heal herself and the information and study we get out of this period i think will actually save more lives in the long term as we learn about our own impact on the world and how we can work better in a connected way. One of the ironies as well that has come out of this is a lot of the people that help with community transport, the volunteer drivers, are the exact age range that we are shielding and helping to protect so that the NHS doesn't become overwhelmed and that we can treat as many people as possible and make sure that we reduce the death rate that based on initial models of not going into lockdown just would have been untenable for the NHS. So Keep positive during this time and always look to the positives of what can come out of this. 
We're using technology in whole new ways. We've got video conferencing software being used all over the globe for people to stay connected. And there are beautiful stories coming out of this period. Clap for the NHS, which has been happening Thursday nights at 8pm. It's just fantastic. And it seems to be growing in support and watching videos of, of the NHS staff driving in ambulances through streets of people clapping is, if that doesn't pull on your heartstrings, then I don't know what will. There are messages online of pure hope and gratitude towards the the selflessness of NHS staff. And as I said earlier, all we have to do is do as we're told and stay at home. Everyone can play their part. So I know it's difficult and I know it's difficult not seeing friends, it's difficult not seeing family, certainly at Easter. But please do your part to stay at home this Easter. I would like to wish all our listeners a very safe and happy Easter. And as one of my family members said to me, Dan, in Cornwall, on the Isles of Scilly, we'll see you on the other side.